Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Zoe, and I'm joined uh, this evening by um, someone who does a lot of shit. Uh, she's a multifaceted creative. Uh, she's an illustrator, visual artist, digital designer, clothing designer. Um, uh, she has a lot <laughs> on her plate, and we're going to talk about all of it, uh, but she goes by the brand name Astral Fay. Um, I'm excited to talk to her about her passions, our screen, why she does what she does. Thank you very much, Alice. For joining Thanks for having me. This is so much fun. I'm really excited to do this today. Oh, yeah. Ditto. Uh, I've, I've been looking forward to this one for a while. Hell yeah. Um, to start, uh, how's your day? I'm having a great day. Um, the beginning of the week was like one of those shitty weeks. But, you know, it's like towards the end of the week, you're just kind of like, all right, it's getting a little bit better. But today was finally like, all right. I woke up early, getting a lot of shit done, um, planning new projects. That's great. Cause like at the beginning of this week, I was like feeling such a void of inspiration. So now I'm like, it just, you know, it happens day by day. Some days you just have shitty days and you're like, you look around and you're like, I'm inspired by nothing. But then some days you wake up and you're like, it's a whole new world. Like, let's see. <laughs> so Sometimes it's like a matter that. of, it's a matter of the sun coming out. Right, planetary rotations and whatnot. Yeah, like, like, who knows? Oh man, the, the equinoxes. The equinoxes. <laughs> yeah. The Gatorade and retrogrades. <laughs> yeah, the Gatorade and retrogrades, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel that though. I mean, I it was a grueling February. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I pushed through it with like doing these podcasts and with just trying to keep myself busy. But part of it also is that like I'm just very financially deficient mm -hmm. uh, or at least I got my taxes so finally I have money but yeah February, I was just like struggling and yeah and that coupled with just the, the weather yeah, the bleakness of winter political climate and yes. you know, fucking everything <laughs> yeah you know um yeah the Democrats just backpedaling on everything they said they were gonna do <sighs> Well, don't even get me started on wearing that. the shirt. Um, Big Bernie as a, state, as a statement. <laughs> oh, same. I I wear. I have a Bernie. It's like somebody did. Um, some artist outlined Bernie's face, and they made it super kawaii. Like it's like flowers behind him, and it's like Bernie sand. And I wear that <laughs> all the time. And I'm like, yeah, man, that just just looking at that makes me smile. It keeps you going through a little bit. It's it's been there's been a lot of factors that make it hard to like. Mm -hmm. day to day but you know like yeah. you said I mean this week um has been looking up uh it's mm -hmm. gotten a lot the sun yeah. has come out a lot more here in Milwaukee it's going to be 45 to 52 this weekend in Chicago so at least 40 degrees in Milwaukee right yeah, that's too hot <laughs> I know it's like we're not ready we're yeah, dude, ready that's <laughs> That's shorts weather. <laughs> that shorts weather. Yeah. Joggers weather for sure. Oh, I saw a tweet recently that was like, there's one thing white people are going to do. It's like, they're going to jog. They're going <laughs> to jog and they're like little, what are those, what are those shorts called that those really short, short men's wear shorts or chubbies. <laughs> yeah. Chubby weather for sure. Oh, I, I see like all the old, like, not old, but I see like the boomers, like, uh -huh. out in, like they're like jumpsuits. Oh like out running on Lake Drive on oh, Bradford, Bradford Beach. Like, Bradford Beach, man. I don't know what like um, just like what motivates them so hard, but but those 
something but whatever they're doing i mean <laughs> i i hope that i have that uh, drive when I i'm have sure that. when you get older like as we get older like it's the it becomes like even more so the little things like they it's like the sun is shining let's go out in our onesie and just run by the lake lakeside like yeah you know for, for my birthday i just got a hammock uh oh, a hammock yeah nice. so I'm excited to recline uh, amongst uh, the the trees. <laughs> the other hammockers and what I mean, down in Bradford and along the lakeside there in Milwaukee, like there's a lot of hammockers. It's like that's like a pretty hot spot for that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, well, you know, I'm a I'm a river wester, and uh, there's a lot ah. of there's a lot of uh, people that are into that like wholesome uh, mm -hmm. nature shit. So yes. I'm. <laughs> That and having a bike. Those are like the two entry-level River West things to do. Oh, yes. You can't yeah. live in River West without a bike, I don't think. Oh, no. It's part of the application process. Like, yeah. do you have a bike? Yes. And get, <laughs> one, get your bike stolen. Yeah, uh, right. Do you drink a lot of coffee? Yes. <laughs> sure do. I sure do. I just had some. <laughs> yeah. So, Alice, what we talk about on Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear, passion and creativity. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, you, you have a lot of that, I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> You've been friends on social media for a while. Yeah. Um, I've uh, been just observing uh, your work for some time. And yeah, like you just, you do, you have a lot of different outlets uh, uh, mm -hmm. to um, pour your, yeah to pour your creative juices into many different cups. Too many. Let me tell you, I have too many. I like, just like to do too many things. It's getting really hard. Like, I guess, where do I begin? I guess I started off with the very first art medium I started off was probably like marker. And so like from there, it was like illustration. And I was like, all right, um, it's been a game for me of what can you master next? What art form can you master next? So then from illustration, it was painting. I love painting. I like acrylic more. I'm not an oil painter. I feel like I'm way too ADHD to let the oil dry. So I'm like, gotta go fast, gotta dry fast. I'm on the next project. So after the painting, it became, and this was in high school when I was in AP art, we had this big uh, constant concentration um, projects. So that's like year, year end, like, you know, Where'd you go to high school? I went to, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. New Trier up in uh, like the oh, northern suburb. So, okay, so so you're so you're from New York. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. The city, uh, New York City. And then we moved to Rye when I was little, which is like, uh, it's like in Westchester. So it's like, you know, like East Coast, like New York, it's kind of like, it's a little bit like the North Shore, probably like not North Shore, like yeah, the North Shore in, in like Chicago, maybe like a little less like bougie, but nonetheless, same they, kind of them gated communities. Them gate it was way less gated, but like there was some McMansions for sure. <laughs> um, but then uh yeah, my mom got a job working for I believe it was Tag and then Reader's Digest. And then we moved here because of mom's job, and then she moved back in both of my parents moved back in high school at the last year of high school senior year and they asked me they're like do you want to come with us and I thought about 
my graduation. I'm like, well, if I move back, a lot of my classes will not apply and I'll have to go back a year. I was like, I'm not doing that. I've got a life to live. I'm staying here. So I ended up getting an apartment senior year of high school, finishing out high school, and then um, just ended up never going back to New York, to be honest. I just was like, you know what? I like it here. It's a, the vibe is a little bit more my pace. Hey, yeah. I, I even like um, my folks actually moved to Michigan, so I don't go home to Chicago mm-hmm. anymore. But I mean, I still a lot of my like best friends still live in Logan Square. Yeah, um, we still I love Logan. Logan's great. Love Wicker Park. Um, yeah. I yeah. I mean, there's there's such so much to tap into into. exactly there's so many like little microcosms of like little communities all over chicago and i do i do really miss new york and i miss a lot of aspects of new york but you actually can get an apartment with a window and you know some space to like swing a cat because you can't really do that in not too many places in in new york but yeah it's just this space that i wanted totally so you were saying Going back to what you were saying. Oh, yeah. So um, uh, in senior year of uh, at Nutria, I we had a big concentration. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it to the next level. Like, I'm going to just face paint. So I started body painting. And my concentration was um, to body paint um, uh, endangered and extinct animals. Um, on t- and it, the whole point of it was like mirroring yourself. Like, look what humans did. You killed this animal kind of thing. So I was like, very like... <laughs> Harry, I don't know, like PETA, not, you know, I wasn't into PETA, but it was like PETA probably would have been on board with this project. <laughs> so yeah. And then from there, um, I'm trying to think, there was a little bit of a break because I had to get through, I went to DePaul after that. So that there wasn't a whole, oh, you know what there was? Um, so that's like when Astral Fae started um, was my dorm room um, freshman year. I had been working at Claire's for two years and um, I was like a third key manager like randomly. And I was, I just got, I think the last day of my job at Claire's um, and this was like one of the most mortifying moments. They asked, I got asked to pierce, you know, I was an ear piercer, right? So I got asked to pierce this like bait, this infant's ears. And the mom and the grandma were like holding down this baby and the baby's wah, 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 screaming. I'm just like, you know what? No, I really don't want to do this anymore. And I just was like, here's my gun. Here's my keys. I'm going to go like make something. So I was crafting at that point. Um, I had gotten into like a little bit of wire work um, and jewelry making. So, and then, uh, so I was like, all right, cool. I can crank a lot of, a lot of like, you know, little things out really fast and people want them. They're like paying money for them. I'm like, I'm going to open up Etsy. So in between taking like uh, semester classes, what's semester? What's the opposite of semester? It's quarter. Oh, we were on a quarter system, so we had a lot of a lot of classes rotating in and out, and it was a short period of time. But it was the perfect amount of time to like open up a little shop, get a good landscape of like you know what you know a small bit. I you know doing a small business by yourself essentially. That was what I was doing. Um, and then eventually um, I moved it to a website because Etsy actually steals, they don't steal money, but they take the percentages that they take are just unfair completely. Yeah. I mean, I freelance on Fiverr and mm-hmm. they take 20%, which yeah. I mean, is, it's, I mean, it's fine, but it is still it, like. It adds up. Like if you sell something that's like $500, it's like you only get to keep like 300 
I mean, that the math's wrong, obviously, but like at the end of the day, because there's posting percentages, just having the listing, and then there's the sale percentage, and that all adds up. It's like, you're just, at the end of the day, like, I'm just going to build a community and just go from there. So let's see, after that, Astral Phase started getting bigger and bigger, and then- we Where'd moved- you come up with the name? Um, so that was, um, I, okay. So astral is like space related. So how do I, I guess it just comes from my interests. Like astral is space related and fae, um, F-A-E is like all fairy kind. And so like our, my background, um, is Celtic, um, German. So like growing up, we had a lot of fairy tales and we're told, and like, I have a lot of like books from my grandpa, so it's just, it's all like nature related in a way and like cultural a little bit. And then we've got like, it's looking to the past and looking to the future and then like colliding them all together and seeing the kind of fusion chemistry that comes out of that. So that's where, that's where the name comes from. Um, and then for like, so I made it simple for everyone to like, remember, I'm like, I, I like this name so much. If I just do the AY, that'll be me. So at the end of the day, it's yeah. AE is, and it's also like, I took Latin for six years. So like the conjugation AE is kind of like everybody, not just like the singular. It's like, it's like the plural. So I, yeah, I really like that. Yeah. So that, uh, and fey kind, like fairy, it's not traditionally spelled F-A-I-R-Y. It's F-A-E-R-Y. So yeah, that's the long story. (laughs) Sure. Thank you for sharing. So you were talking about how um, it was starting to get bigger and bigger. Um, yeah. I guess you can continue with the uh, the timeline there. Let's see. So it's all, it gets a little bit blurry because that's part of my life where, where I graduated school and work, I like my mom and I am and our family is, we're a little bit like crazy workaholics. So right out of college, I got hired at a law firm. And I remember finding this just, it's a really nice law firm. Um, And I remember finding it's on Craigslist and it was like the next step up in my life, which meant like zero time to do art because just adjusting to life after college, you're like young and you're in your early twenties and you're like, okay, I can do this. I can adult, I can, you know, do all these things on my own. And let's see, after that, I think I had to put Astral Fae on hold for a little bit. And um, I think we are still, you know, still playing around with the idea of like, should we keep the website? Should we go back on Etsy? Because with Etsy, you're essentially paying for a community on there. So all you have to do is get your hashtags right, get it in the right category, and you've got an audience, you know, ready to buy your shit. But building your own website means you have to, you know, do all the SEO and and you're a one person. I'm a one person, like, you know, uh, small business owner. So there's like no, you get help from where you can, but like at the end of the day, you're on your own. So like you have to do all your SEO, you have to do all your web pages. And like, I, and I took it as like a, like, this is going to be the biggest challenge for me is like, how can I get this up off its feet? on my own and it's it's great it's you should always challenge yourself that way because like teach yourself how to do all these things and you'll it just becomes natural and it's and you're better off in the long run like 
I don't, I, I don't have any, and this is just like personal flaw. I mean, I have like no patience for people who ask like dumb questions and while they have like a thousand dollar phone in their hand, you know, just, kinda, yeah. I'm just like you, what are you paying for at the end of the day? TikTok? I mean, that's free, but like, yeah, it's just, just teaching yourself how to do that. And it's also like a self-discovery, like maybe you're really good at SEO, like maybe your day job should be, you know, marketing and, you know, web page designing, like stuff like that. So it was like a good challenge to see like what I actually wanted to do in life. Um, so right about in between college and after college, working at the law firm, working at working in like a giant Collier's like real estate um, in Rosemont, traveling back and forth. And that was just hell. I do not recommend the commute. Commuting just, it drained the living daylights out of me. Um, so then I was like, okay, so maybe I don't work at a giant, giant operation. Maybe I look smaller. And that's when I found, oh yeah, that's when I started working at a Korean food distribution company. And now, and I was doing everything for that company um, in terms of like social media managing, web development, um, just finding new distributors and finding new um, food reps. And I was like, you know what, this, I'm not getting paid enough. Um, this is you know, like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. It was too much. So I'm like, all right, so maybe I look for a little bit bigger. So that's when I started working at Hunt Club. And that was, that's honestly been like my favorite place to work. Like I, it's, it was so good. It's basically a, like a C-level staffing agency. Um, but it was, it was like such a good family and they were there for me. They're like, you know, oh, you do art. And so that was when I started to be like, all right, like maybe we pick up where we left off and like really do this thing. Cause like at that point I was like, I was like deep in the workaholic, like work stuff and I was like I need to just do something you know for me so we picked it back up and it's just been going ever since getting bigger and like we're selling a bunch of stuff and making new ideas and seeing like trying to see like where the future is going to take it so yeah yeah well, thank you for sharing um that uh the chronology <laughs> oh no I mean it's uh it makes my job easier yeah um, yeah, but uh, I'm so. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. Just, I'm interested in like, just some of the like the imagery and the theme yeah. that you incorporate into into yeah. Asafe. Like, I guess like what have I mean? I know you kind of explained the name a little bit, like you know, space fairies. Yeah, yeah, essentially, um, yeah. But making yeah. for like, like the important, the most important thing I think for Asafe to get right. Um, brand wise um is to be all inclusive like that is the goal is like this is a brand that like it's it's a unisex straight down the board like anyone can wear this shit if they really wanted to um because I feel like a lot of brands like they either cater to men but like there's a whole lot of women that want to wear it and it's like that's that's yeah that's gonna be like the biggest like thing for us the brand itself it's like it's just it's fair like, I just wanted everything to be fair, so. Totally, yeah, well, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that a lot. Uh, I think uh, the gendered clothing is dying, and mm -hmm. uh, I hope it dies completely. Uh, yep, same. In the, in, the, in the near future. Especially uh, for women, the, the, bet between 
the cuts of the fabric that they never get right, um, the lack of pockets, the lack of functionality, like um, it, it's just people really need to smarten up, especially with how like recycling is going. Like I really do try and find like the best places to source the clothing, the materials, if I can, if I have an option for, you know, printing on a recycled tea, we're going to use the recycled tea. Like just think, just trying to think of everything so that it's like, this is like an ever evolving growing company that like rolls with the fucking punches, you know? Yeah. So, so how many years has Astrofit been going at this point? So it's funny, Astrofe actually um, used to be known as Purple Down, and I made up that name in 2011. So that was the year that I graduated high school. So I had this like really janky web page, and I was like, oh, I can put up my photography and art on there. And then, then it went to... Um, Etsy and it became Astrofe and then from there it became like the website but yeah it used to be called Purple Down which was just two random words that I put together and it didn't make any sense doesn't have to (laughs) for me it does everything for me like everything I do has to have like context and that's just how I that's just like who I am (laughs) it's ridiculous no I I get that too Um, um What's your sign? I'm a, so I'm a, a Scorpio sun, Sagittarius rising, um, Cancer moon, but I also have a stellium and Capricorn. And thank God for that, because if I didn't have all those signs in Capricorn, I wouldn't get anything done. Like nothing would get done. Well, I'm a Cap sun. <laughs> Cap sun. That's, there we go. That's why you're like, I'm on it. Like I, I have this at four and I have this schedule. Dude, Capricorn, Capricorns run the world. They do. I like to think so. Yeah, I swear to God, it's like they're just like mommy and daddy signs. Like, yes, <laughs> they know what's best. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you talked a little bit. So, like at this point, you know, you illustrate, you do visual art. Mm-hmm. Um, how did tell me about the like the digital designing and stuff? Because you work on like games, right? Yeah. So, um, okay. So I should go back in time to like nineteen ninety eight right? Let's see, I would have been six years old. Yeah. So in 1998, my dad, uh, he still is an industrial designer. And my mom is also like a designer. Um, But growing up, I spent most of my time with my dad in his uh, work studio. And if you can imagine like the typical like 90s, like late 90s, like computer room, where you've got all those big big Mac computers are all gray and with the little rainbow apples. And like my first, um, my, I think after actually just drawing with markers as a child, like I went to digital art and I was learning, it was, I was learning Photoshop as a seven or eight year old, like six, seven, eight years old. So I, I've been on the Adobe suite since then, like learning this, like my, I would, I don't know where I would be without my dad just being like, here's a Wacom tablet, doodle away, you know? And originally it was kids picks. I don't know if you've ever played around with kids picks on an old Mac. Sure. I, okay. Wow. That is old school. Yeah. So like if you, for all you like Mac, Mac users out there that have like your OG Mac users, like kids picks was the OG. That's like, that's where I learned to like doodle and then from there it was just straight photoshop and then if there was an in-between phase where i don't know if you play online games but like have you ever heard of gaia online no 
So basically it's like a, it's an MMORPG and you get a little avatar, but you can have a shop front. So I remember really, really early on in like 2007, I had like a, a forum shop front where people would just use the, the game currency and I would draw like a digital uh, like illustration of their avatar. So that was like the, the probably the earliest shop front that I can, I can imagine. But um, yeah, digital illustration is, I'm trying to see like which one I like more. I think at the end of the day, I get a, set, a different kind of satisfaction out of both of them because illustration, like ink illustration is like, that's where I feel most comfortable. Like that's like my go-to, like if I'm stressed out and I need to like de-stress, like I'll draw something. But digital illustration, like, um, I actually moved on from Photoshop to Illustrator, Illustrator, which I think a lot of um, people who who use um, Photoshop and who are like digital drawers, I think that they should all try out like doing stuff in Illustrator because not only can you take your drawing and create it into a vector, like a very nice clean vector that you can now put on other stuff. You can shrink it, you can expand it, you can make posters out of it. Like you can do so much more with that like if it's not too detailed, you know, like we're, we're talking like line art, not like, yeah. like a, like an online, like digital painting or anything, but yeah. So that's where I believe with, uh, that's where I am with illustration. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. In terms of like the games, like what have you been working oh, on? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, that's after, after working at Hunt Club, um, I was six months into Hunt Club and then, you know, the, the whistle got blown and 30% of the company had to get, um, uh, furloughed. So I was like, all right, so what can I do in my spare time? So I was in talks with my friend, Matt, who owns Monarchy Media. He was like, well, come on, help me with marketing. Um, so at that point they had how many phone games? I think they had about three phone games, um, that were being completed just as I was getting hired. And for the next six months, I would be really observing, like I took on a, a business. First I was like marketing and then they bumped me up to business development director because I was like, all right, I have a lot of ideas. The company's not really like moving where it should be. And the, you know, the gears are not going as fast and they're not as well oiled as they should be, but like we can, I can do something about that. So yeah. then we moved on from there. Um, and at that point we had the jankiest little uh, website that was never completed. There was no social media presence. Um, we didn't have like a publisher list. We didn't have like, we didn't have any ambitions because you know, the boys were just like making games, you know, throwing them to the wind and seeing what would stick. Um, so their MO was like, let's make a bunch of phone games. Um, so now we've got about six, six phone games, five or six phone games right now. But currently we're working on our very first, um, our very first uh, platformer that's gonna be released on Nintendo Switch, which I'm so excited about. Like we have a VR game that's on Steam. We have two games on Steam. Um, the one you can play on, uh, one's a computer game. No, one you can, I think is a console. The other one, Trigger Fingers for VR. So we have VR, um, that's it's a lot of fun like it's fully immersed like digital 80s seemed arcade world and you have like these shooters it's so much fun but the platform we're working on is our very first nintendo switch like that's this is going to be the big one you know like so i can't say 
I can't honestly say anything because of like NDAs and everything. And um, yeah, so, and also like, if I say anything, there's a chance that like um, someone else with a bigger team and bigger muscle, they can just finish that within a month. So, and it's, but what I can say is that this game, everybody I know like can relate to it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Like we, we, that was like when we, and I, when I started to like see the potential and the things that we could do in this company, I was like the next game that we make, especially during a pandemic, it has to be something that is relatable, that can de-stress people. That's enjoyable. That's not too hard. And that's something that like, you know, it's nice to look at. So yeah, just get excited for that. And when the time is ready, I'll be able to post some screenshots. But for now, I can just say that I am working on the art with that. So that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, yeah. yeah, well. It's-, it's hard. It's hard to do. And when Matt offered me the opportunity, and I had already been for six months beforehand, because at Hunt Club, you get to help people find their dream jobs. And it's such a beautiful process. And everyone is so, it's so pure and everyone's just helping each other out. And for six months, I was like, well, what the hell do I actually want to do? You know, in life, I really was like, for the first time in my life, I was like, I asked myself, what the fuck do you want to do? And I feel like every day you should wake up and you should ask yourself, what the fuck am I going to do today? And kind of really nail it to yourself, hold it to yourself because it's so easy to just get lost in the, you know, work, the mundane work life of Monday to Friday, nine to five, like really pave that path out for yourself. And like, so I finally asked, I was like, well, I want to make some fucking video games. And all that opportunity fell on my lap. And I know with my experience, there is like, um, it's hard to enter that industry unless you know somebody, unless you've gone to school for it. And even if you've gone to school for it, getting that first job and the experience, I mean, it's a lot like a lot of other industries, but it's even more, it's even more difficult. So when I, when it fell in my lap, I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. Well, it's dope because it's like, I like what, I love what you're saying about like, what the fuck are we making out of ourselves right now? Because like, you know, especially as we get older, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, we more and more like it's, it becomes very pertinent to like, you know, hold on to your imagination and like yeah. to continue really stimulating your imagination. Absolutely. And, and retaining like the wonder that mm-hmm. made being a kid so vivid and exciting and like just so awe-inspiring and it sounds like you're doing that in a lot of different ways absolutely like um so first being Nate like always like nurturing your inner child I know people say that and they're like nurturing your inner child but like actually doing it is like it's not as hard as it is like on Facebook, just changing my name to shrimp. Like, that's just like funny. And that's just something that everybody can enjoy. And like, yeah. you know, when they're scrolling, they're having a bad day and they see the name shrimp, like somebody on Facebook's name is shrimp. Like, that's funny. Or like asking, like, I like to do like little memory games. Like, okay, can you remember like really good times in your childhood? Because as you get older, like those memories become like blurred and they're, and if you've had a really good childhood and even if you've had a difficult childhood, that means that you have to practice those memory games every like every once in a while, like, all right, happy memories. Like, what can I remember? 
Yeah. And like really drawing up those memories. It's so important to like really just enjoy life. Yeah. And it comes down to like, it honestly comes down, a lot of it comes down to your childhood and how you were raised and like nurture versus nature and just trying to, just trying to enjoy your life as, as much as you can. Oh, certainly. And yeah. that being said, so I've noticed there's themes of like that imagination heavily in your art. So yeah. I notice a lot of like fantasy, psychedelia, that kind of stuff. So like, yeah, yeah. I'm interested in just kind of like what makes you gravitate towards that and just what your influences are even. Oh yeah. So I'm trying to, so I, um, where do I begin? So I get my inspirations from my meditations. I like I remember the first time I so at New Trier I thought let's start from the beginning at New Trier um in sophomore not so, yeah sophomore and is it sophomore what is the last two oh my god what is the last two years of, of high school senior year and junior year so junior and senior year I, we were given the option instead of doing regular PE you can do kickboxing and yoga and so I was like sign me up um, so that meant you do kickboxing in the, in the morning and you'd come back again, you do yoga. And at the very end of yoga, we would do a meditation. And so that really opened up my, um, mind to, I mean, when people think of meditation, they think of, you know, you close your eyes, you don't think of anything. It's like, no, no, no. that's, that's like, I would almost say that that's like toxic meditation because when you close your eyes and you meditate, you should be fluidly like go like breathing, working on your breath work, but plant like using your imagination is, is a big part of it. So like when I meditate, I go, I basically astral project, like I go places, like I have a, I have a mind castle. I have a desert that I go to. So if I'm meditating on the floor and I go to like the desert, I can literally feel my body getting warmer because I'm on the sand soaking up the sun in my brain it's just, just wow. that's where I get my all my inspiration from I mean and it's weird too because the people are always like oh you do psych do you do psychedelics like did you get your inspiration from there and I'm like honestly I'll be real I take acid and I just have fun with my friends I'm not there like yeah. oh yeah I can make this thing and like like no I'm there for shits and giggles you know right. yeah, yeah there for the good times totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah no I yeah I think, like I gravitate towards that um imagery a lot like and I've never even done psychedelics in my life yeah. and like I am once that's what I always say yeah like I just I I just kind of like admire that escapism and mm -hmm. like I a lot of the music and art and movies and stuff like that like I really that's the stuff like I gravitate towards is like that really surreal and yeah. psychedelic and just really alien-like uh, yeah. or otherwise just um eerie mm -hmm. uh, sense sensibilities of because it's like I've always especially because like I mean I'm dreams are a big thing for me you know like yeah. I keep uh I keep a dream journal that's not, really smart I was gonna ask you if you yeah, do I'm not very consistent about it but you know I started keeping it in the last like year or so and yeah. are you a lucid dreamer I haven't there yet not quite yeah you're on your way probably right yeah well so i very much um my imagination is almost kind of like terrified me in some ways like yeah it, it can it so, can it can get dark it can yeah and i i feel like my imagination is definitely 
pretty dark in I mean, uh, mine is too you know it's hard to stay in the light all the time but balance is everything if you can think of right. in the dark but but yeah but i mean there's but there's also a dark it can be darkly elegant or, mm -hmm. or, or darkly yes. attractive or darkly look at blade runner everyone loves right. the movie blade runner and that's you know bleak as shit if you think about it yeah oh yeah i mean i'm also like i really like david lynch movies a lot oh david lynch i which name a couple because i always i'm not good with directors blue velvet okay. uh mulholland drive Eraserhead. Uh, really like oh Eraserhead. Uh, that's one that i've been meaning to watch yeah, I'm not. I actually haven't watched a ton of of his movies. Yeah, but I also, I mean, I enjoy like sci-fi movies mm -hmm. like uh, Melancholia and uh, yeah. Annihilation, and um, I thought Annihilation was great. Yeah, it was, but it was terrifying. It yeah. was pretty fucking. It was pretty disturbing. I mean, I so I guess one dark thing that, and it's and it's one of those things that's like, have you ever gone down the rabbit hole of like? mushroom spores and mush mushroom spores are guiding your actual brain and like that's one thing i'm like i love mushrooms and like i i don't like take i don't enjoy taking you know shrooms i and i love the biological um component i love how they grow i love how they look like i so i went to science camp that this helps too the inspiration i went to aio um which is like a oceanography marine biology uh science camp for, i went there for four years so um learning how just the water and the ocean is yeah i'm going off topic but like mushrooms and then thinking about all that dark shit what do they call that mitochondria what is it Wait, uh, my mycelium. Okay, yeah, there's like the the study of of fungi. Oh, mycology, I think, right? Mycology, that's mycology. It. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in like a Facebook group for that. Actually. Yeah, it's yeah. It, but then going down that rabbit hole of like we're all just mushrooms and like we're all just being controlled like hive mind. Like it's oh, frightening. Right. It's right. You can't go down that too often. <laughs> hey, well, um. Oh yeah, we're the new, the new age to conspiracy theory pipeline is a real thing. Oh boy, uh, as, yeah. As we have seen uh, this last year. Oh my God! Don't even get me. Fucking yeah, we don't have to go there, but you know, <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, this is cool. I mean, I, I, well, I gravitate towards like what you're doing, like whether it's the photography, the drawings, the yeah, uh, the 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 VR worlds and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, that's all pretty neat stuff because like it's it just it's a matter of just like escaping into other dimensions or other planes or other just um just yeah. looking, looking at the world in a fuzzy way like right. that stuff is very appealing to somebody who maybe just um views themselves as like some kind of like abstract entity yeah. in this really like absurd um mm -hmm. plane of reality that we live in oh like, yeah it's 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 good because it gives you some closure with that and it gives it just gives yeah. you um you just relate to yeah. like how imperfect the world can mm -hmm. be when you look at it in these really abstract ways you know what i've never thought of it like that and it's funny that we're we're talking about like the the darkness of because when i you know with my illustrations like with the mushroom with the with the mushroom coming out of the skull and then this the cat skull i it's weird it's like when i 
talking to you and reflecting back on my illustrations, my illustrations are pretty dark when I think about it, like now. Like when I'm drawing them, I'm like, this is pretty. Look at my line art. I'm only focusing on the line art. I'm not focusing on like the actual contents of the art because it's such a release for me to just draw it. But like now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I'm glad that there I'm making these pieces of art that are like, you know, probably like a little dark. They're probably like a, prob definitely morbid, but like there's also like the aspect of like, I love, like, I think if there's one central theme in all of my art, it's going to be like the rebirth cycle, whether it be, you know, the fucking re I don't, you know, I, I don't know if I believe in reincarnation. I believe that we all turn into atoms and the atoms go elsewhere and, you know, getting like, maybe you have like a memory of something like that could be somebody else's atoms in your body. I don't know. Like, I think about that, like everything is everything. Oh yeah, everything yeah. is interconnected. You know, everything. Ener energy is definitely energy. Is energy. Yeah, I energy in that big time. Oh yeah, certainly. Yeah. So, um, what? So, like, uh, in terms of like uh, your clothing, um, what are uh, your most recent uh, items uh, that are uh, out in the world? So I did a round of hoodies because people are like, "I need the hoodies, I need the hoodies," and I was going through another. Uh, what is it? Another like printer, a printer. I was going through a, a printer last round or two rounds ago. And so it was like, they ha I have to order them in like small batches, but this new company that I'm working with, they do one-offs and I can, you know, people can just order them and I don't have to, they print them and I don't have to touch them. I don't have to fill them. And that saves me, like, it saves me a bunch of money on shipping. It's, it's more green in the long run because if there's other packages going from the same place to another neighborhood, that's one car going that way you know or one plane going that way so um i went i did another round of hoodies because people are like i lost my hoodie i need a new one so i was like all right we got this so uh we got hoodies we got t-shirts um i am actually you're the first person to know this right now but i'm coming out with a couple lines uh like probably two different maybe three fits um, it's going to be a two piece like comfort set. So like, it's either going to be like a, some kind of t-shirt and like some joggers. And then I'm going to come out with like three different versions and then maybe like a sports, you know, a matching sports top or something. So that's, I'm all trying to do like, everybody's trying to get out and like do festivals and do music. Yeah. And like, I get it, but I think the real challenge is looking at what we have and working with that right now because I would rather wait and have everybody fucking vaccinated so we can all fully enjoy life again so I'm looking at like all right what what can we do what can we make how can we help people and make people a little bit more comfortable everybody's living in their pajamas but we can at least look good you know we can at least look like it's intentional like you know so working with that and seeing like what kind of games we can make and you know, where do we take Astral Fae in the digital realm? So like, that's going to be the big, the big what ifs and what can be done. That's exciting. Yeah, it's all super excited, exciting because I feel like the brand has really stayed true to itself and the community that have just been hyping me up along the way, like all of my customers and my friends are just like the ones that are like, just keeping this ship going. So it's really cool. And I love getting feedback from my friends. I'm like, I'll ask them all the time, like, what do we need? What does Astral Fae need to make? Like, 
definitely going to be making masks because I feel like the masks thing are not going away anytime soon. I don't think that they should. I feel like, um, I feel like we are so late to the party on that, that Asia, like Japan and China, like they've had, they've been through SARS so many times that they are, they have masks in their pocket, like all the time. Like that's a country. Well, if like, if you're, if you're like sick, just even with like a cold or something, like don't share it, you know, Yeah, like that can be something it'd be good to have a mask. Like if you're like out in public or something, but you're not feeling well, like you got a runny nose, you're coughing because you you know, you got allergies. Like, I think that, that the idea of keeping it to yourself and not just broadcasting your germs to the general public is like a really beautiful and considerate thing. And yeah, people I don't agree. do that enough. It's considerate. It's just fucking considerate. <laughs> yeah. People, people are too, and that's the problem with Western culture in general mm-hmm. is the individualism. Oh, I know. Like, like, like just like, stop I, it, cowboy. <laughs> it's like you yeah. shut up, Edge Lord. Edge Lord, shut up. <laughs> shut up. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so my last question is so like what are how did you get tied in with Milwaukee? Um, so I, it's really funny. Um, I, this would have been, I'm trying to remember what year, this was years ago. Um, I went to my first e-forest and I went with three other girls from Chicago and we went up there and I think on the very first night, um, I lost my phone and then these, I didn't really know them that well. Like there's, you know, I met them. I don't even know how I met them, but they ditched me. And so I'm like, well, fuck, like, what am I going to do about a festival? I don't know. I don't have a phone. I don't have any friends with me. And it was like one of those moments where I was like, it was like, make it or break it. I was like, and, and this was like one of my, like, I'm really proud of myself for like, just being able to come up with this thought. Cause most people would panic. And like, that would have been my go-to is like, fuck, I'm going to start panicking right now. But I straight up but asked myself, I was like, we can have fun or we cannot have fun. And so I was like, fuck it. I'll find my phone tomorrow. And I just, I ran into, I found art department for the first time. So I was like vibing at that stage. And I ran into this really, really awesome group of friends um, there that sitting there and they noticed I had a little like rage stick. Like, oh, I actually have him here. I'll show it to you. His name is Poncho. <laughs> This is this is what they saw. This is Poncho. So nice. he's a little he's a little teddy bear and he's got a little sombrero. And, <laughs> and yeah, and so they were like, dude, cool, cool rage stick. And I was like, gee, thanks. And so I just hung out with them the rest of the night and and we just became like all best friends overnight. And they were like, Well, we're gonna be on a boat next weekend. Wanna come? And I was like, for sure. With like we have friends from Chicago coming up, they'll just pick you up. I was like, so I really went on a limb and that's yeah. not usually me, but I was like, I'm in this like stage of my life where I was like, I want to an adventure now. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was just, it's been great. I spent like four years just going back and forth. And after a while, Drew moved down here and I was like, well, we don't have to, I don't have to travel as much because I got, got Drew with me now. So, yeah. So they were from Milwaukee? They were from Milwaukee, which was so funny. And we all met in Michigan. So that was cool. yeah, well, hey, that is a um, that is going back to the energy and uh-huh. just, uh, vibe attracts your tribe, man. Yeah, and just <laughs> right, just, <laughs> just the the forces of the universe at work, just putting you with the right people at the right time. Yeah, um, and I do. Yeah, it used to happen a lot in that in festival culture for sure. 
Yeah, especially Eforest. I feel like I, I honestly feel like there was, I don't know if I believe in angels. I feel like maybe they're aliens. Who knows? Like, who knows right now? I need, I need some scientific data, but I do feel like someone was looking out for me that night. <laughs> maybe it was the greater energy from everyone having like a great night that it was just like a, let's just do the right thing at the right moment. Like, yeah. Like it was like a group, it was like a synergy of all the people. And then, you know, something in your pineal gland, like was like, ding, like I know what to do. <laughs> Maybe there was a, there's probably research to, to back those uh, assertions up. Oh yeah, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it, dude. Well, thank you. Thank you, Alice, for being here. Yeah, this has been so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I like picking your brain. Uh, yeah. I like, uh, I've, I've enjoyed hearing about what, inspires and really like intrigues you in terms of your artistic output and obviously your uh exploration of various mediums and i look forward to what you do next yeah Uh, i if i'm gonna i'll say one last thing for everybody that's mostly definitely try and find as many outlets as you can for your creative like you're just your mind. You should have as many outlets as you can find because that keeps you sane. Totally. And sometimes there's not enough time in the day to do all of it. But oh, trust me. That's, yeah, that's why <laughs> you definitely got to like, you got to work it in. You right, know? right. It takes time to really like, even if it's yeah. just Google calendar setting. Right. <laughs> well, uh, so as we're closing out here, um, Alice, what or what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Um, a lot of things. Okay, one thing that keeps me up at night. I was just thinking this. Hold on, let me think. It's it's like it's always worldly issues. It's world. It's always that. It's always like um, I think about like I think a lot about like money distribution. I was like those motherfuckers. Like they have so much money, and if they just donated a little bit to a charity, like stuff like that. And I think I think about the water a lot. I think about water quality a lot. I think about what that looks like for humanity, like 10 years from now, you know, it's not even going to be like 50. It's going to be like 10 years because of, you know, uh, just climate control and exponentially um, rising populations. So that's what I think about. I think about India a lot. I think India is where a lot of my thoughts are because I'm like, I wonder what, how India is doing, you know, as a country. I should really Google that more <laughs> climate change should be keeping everyone up at night oh yeah i'm surprised it doesn't like i take sleeping pills now because of that from for all that thinking yeah <laughs> on that note well that kind of answers my question of like what puts you to sleep that's the second question medication <laughs> big pharma puts me to sleep <laughs> there you go yeah, yeah. Um, well everyone has their uh everybody their candy yeah. Yeah, everybody's got that weird. You know what's funny that you say candy because my coworker just referred to uh, his medication as candy this morning. I thought that was really clever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm on medication too. I take my candy first thing in the morning. Yep. Um, thank you, Alice, for joining. Yeah. yeah. And for everyone watching, yeah. I'll be uh, tagging Astro Faye um, so you can check out uh, all the neat stuff she's got going on. Um, and uh, there'll be a lot of links. Uh, yeah. a handful of links uh, to Thanks. look at each 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 thing so uh thank you for watching mr nice guy see you next time see you guys bye, bye.